Hey guys, welcome to a brand new episode of the Dubai Real Estate Podcast. This is episode 2 of season 2 where we're speaking all about buying land in Dubai. There's a lot of confusion on this. Some people think they cannot buy land. Where can they buy? What the price is like, etc, etc. So in this episode, I'm going to break that down for you. And especially this whole season, season 2 of the Dubai Real Estate Podcast is dedicated to buying land and building your own property in Dubai. So if this is of your interest, please do subscribe to my YouTube channel. hit the notification bell your likes and comments are really appreciated if you're listening to this on apple podcast please do subscribe and give us a five star rating spotify listeners please do follow now without wasting any further time let's cue the music all right so here great to have you here for episode 2 same here raj The preparation for this episode was really shocking to me because we've got a simple question to answer which is where can you buy land in Dubai and right. as such where can you not but there are so many details that fall into this so sure. maybe a great place to start is how has Dubai set itself up for investors when it comes to land there are certain places you can buy and certain places you can't right. what dictates that I mean look raj uh, the two types of land freehold and the non freehold mm-hmm. uh most of the new developments which are happening they're all freehold uh there's certain old pockets of dubai which are non freehold still uh but that's not where the action is today most of the new areas which you see coming up are the freehold areas uh so to give you a very simple answer uh it's either freehold or non freehold for investors especially overseas investors uh people uh who are uh you know non gcc or non locals uh obviously freehold land is something which appeals to everybody who do you buy the land from and you mentioned gcc and local yeah. investors what are the rules is there separate rules for for that demographic so what happens is uh the non freehold land can be only purchased by either local uae nationals or the gcc nationals okay so does that mean that all land across the uae yes. is available to purchase freehold freehold if you're gcc which is you're from the region yes or you're emirati yes okay so for overseas investors there are certain pockets right jurisdictions yes who owns that land currently and who do you buy that from i mean see it depends now it could be either if it's for example if it's a, a land for maybe a building or a villa whatever depending on where it is mm. uh it's initially sold by the master developer who's developing that particular community mm-hmm. uh some examples of master developers so say for example be. let's take about dubai hills mm. okay dubai hills is a master development by emar uh, if you see uh, you know there there are plots for sale now originally obviously emar sold those plots but today if you see emar is almost sold out on plots over there and if you want to buy you go to people who've bought and you buy it in the secondary market like you would buy any other property yeah okay and then in those scenarios yes you're looking at essentially taking ownership of the land yes and it's at that point that you can begin the building process or is there any other hurdles or things that need to be registered no, raj depending on what is the purpose of the land uh, you need to there are certain ways you assess a uh, land uh, in, in very similar to how you would assess an apartment okay what say for if it's an apartment you would see okay which floor it is what is the view what's the size how many bedrooms you know these are factors now when it comes to land especially 
when you're buying a land to develop on it what you need to first and foremost check is obviously the land area the plot area uh, that apart the plot area you would also see the far which is floor to area ratio what the far means is how much can you build on the land right so usually so giving you an example say the land is 10000 square foot and if if it's a villa plot and say if the far is 0.7 okay that means you can build 7000 square foot on that plot but if it's a building plot the far could be 2 which is you can build twice the land size on that plot that's 20000 square foot so this is just an example so you need to check how much you're allowed to build and also what are the timelines because certain master communities set a timeline to finish okay not all certain so you also need to before you go in you need to understand what are the timelines and whether are you prepared to you know finish the project or uh, the villa or whatever in that stipulated timeline or are you you know because if you're buying land just to buy and keep land for the time being and maybe you want to develop after few years then you need to just make sure that you know the timelines are there because some master communities come with a stipulated timeline not all okay and with the far if it's two yeah. does that mean two stories no is that, that how you again double? that again you know every uh, plot comes with its defined height whether it is a g plus 1 g plus 4 g plus 6 g plus 10 or g plus unlimited g right? being ground ground g mean ground uh, also what you need to check is certain communities give you basements to use uh, free of the far without count calculating it in the built up area so that is also an additional benefit because when you build safe especially if it's in a villa if you have an additional basement which you could use for you know maybe to make a party room or movie room or whatever a home gym that's an additional area and that definitely adds a lot of value to your property as well okay so with master developers and with people that are selling on the secondary market plots of land where are these plots of land currently listed i know you as a consultant yeah. have access to a book of land that maybe isn't available on the mainstream market but where are the where are the websites where people can kind of I mean look those it, who are curious it, can it, find out I'll about tell plots. you what uh, you know there are a lot of uh, different places where you can buy land it always starts with what's the purpose okay whether you want to buy to build your own home are you buying to make a small building on it to rent it out to sell or uh, you know uh, you need to define the purpose first if you're buying a, say for example a land to build your own villa obviously you would see where do you want to stay and then decide which community is available in that vicinity you know which which uh, options do you have closer to where you would like to stay uh, if it's being done as a business as an investor doing it to uh, create a rental portfolio uh, then that's you need to see which area is going to give you a high roi where are those listings that you could see you could also see it on most of the major websites like yeah. property finder or bayut you can get to see that but again you will not get the real accurate information obviously you need to speak to a specialist depending on your goals and your uh, you know uh, targets then obviously i can suggest where you can do this so would a good starting point be for someone who's maybe not spoken to you first obviously the best thing to do is to speak to you first but if somebody doesn't if they find a listing yeah. on a property website they can bring you that listing and say i've seen this it looks like it's of yeah, interest yeah absolutely i mean i have a lot of my clients who see you know who get uh, who see different listings they send it to me obviously we can discuss further and give them more information on it mm. and in in season 1 when we talked about master communities yes. you made a lot of 
content about it. You've also talked about sub-communities. Right. Do sub-communities affect the way that somebody buys land? So if you're new to this episode, could you also explain maybe again what sub-communities are? So what sub-communities are that, uh, I'll give you a very, uh, a, 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 an example of Dubai Hills. Dubai Hills is a master community. Within Dubai Hills, there are a lot of sub-communities. So these are basically smaller pockets within the master community. Uh, so if you go to a maple in Dubai Hills, a maple is basically where you have townhouses. You have townhouses starting from three bedroom going up to five bedroom. You go to a Sidra, Sidra are individual villas starting from three bedroom going up to five bedroom. Then you go on the other side, you have parkways, fairways, you know, there you have bigger villas and plots, both. Some developed by Imar, some sold as plots. Then you have Emerald Hills. So these are different, different sub-communities. And, you know, so uh, you could say, you know, in a way, like a smaller district within the main district, which is, uh, you know, being created uh, with different products mm. and different types of uh, houses. Mm -hmm. When it comes to just circling back to GCC Nationals and Emiratis, do you actually sell to them as well yourself? I mean, look, you... I, I, I can sell to anyone depending on which property they want to buy. Yeah. Right. If you ask me personally, whether I'm, am I selling a lot of non-freehold areas? The answer is no. Mm. You know, uh, because most of my investors are from overseas. Mm -hmm. Of course, I do have a lot of GCC and local clients as well, but they are also buying freehold because what happens is when you buy a freehold land, you can sell it to anyone. You're not restricted on selling it to a particular uh, group of people. You okay, that, that's a huge point. So exactly. for clarity, yeah. what you're saying is, GCC nationals and yeah. locals have an additional interest in true freehold, which anybody can buy, yes. because of the sell-on opportunity. Absolutely. Because they can sell it on to the, the, the whole world, as it exactly. were. Exactly. As opposed to something which is purchased only for GCC nationals, that therefore can only be sold to GCC nationals. Yes. So that's worthwhile knowing if you're a local investor, i.e. somebody, a domestic investor, for an Emirati Absolutely. or GCC national. And that's the reason even a lot of, uh, you know, uh, locals and GCCs they're buying all over because then in, in the future when they want to sell they can sell it to anyone Is there a difference in price per square foot when you look at the listings of these? Uh, yes because look first and foremost in the non-freehold areas there are hardly anything which is there for sale like you know usually you will find those buildings owned by one uh, single individual renting it so when you talk about all the sales which are happening they're more in the freehold area Okay and how many areas are there true freehold areas like how many how many of them is there across Dubai mm. and I'm sure if there's many as you're about yeah. to say if that is the case maybe just list off the the six or eight that are most valuable to Look, your clients lots of areas to give you the more known ones obviously downtown business bay MBR city which is coming up district one uh, Dubai marina JBR uh, Dubai hills Emirates hills all these areas of freehold uh, Furjan JVC Arjan you know, uh, Nashama Town Square, uh, all, all the new areas which have come up, they are all, most of them are freehold. Mm -hmm. Where's the majority of interest with your clients at the moment? Uh, very difficult to answer because it depends on the client profile. Uh, most of the clients are looking at prime, super prime areas currently. Uh, at the same time, a lot of clients also building their own property portfolio for investments. Then they would look at areas like JVC, and uh, so on, but uh, obviously areas like downtown, Dubai Marina, La Mer, these kind of areas are super high demand. 
What's the most common thing that people are building on, on the more popular plots of land? What's the most common use case? Villas. And is that to live in or to rent? Some what? are building to live in, uh, some to rent, and some to sell it and make a profit. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Any, without giving away all your kind of like back office numbers, is there a rough ratio? Well, Raj, to put it in a simple terms, uh, for anyone to understand, uh, if because a lot of time people don't know what it is, but I'll give a very simple example. Something which sells for thousand, mm-hmm. uh, sells for thousand dirhams. When you buy land and you build, your cost is not going to be more than six hundred to seven hundred dirhams for the same thing. So that's the kind of profit margin you have when you buy land and develop and sell. Okay. Yeah. So you're this is the thumb of rule number, yeah, uh, which is applicable whether to a building, villa, whatever, overall in Dubai. So you you would need to put out a capital expenditure of around sixty to seventy percent of the eventual selling price. Yes. Okay. Sticking with villas, then, which villas are most popular? We're we talking about premium, luxury, mid market, and I know it's area dependent and client dependent, but just as a rough bucket for Look, an investor. As of now, villas across Dubai. Uh, villas and townhouses across Dubai are in super high demand. Uh, but if you ask me to tell you the top places, uh, Dubai Hills, Palm Jumeirah, Emirates Hills, uh, District 1, super, super high demand. Mm-hmm. What's going on with, with regards to La Mer? Because yeah, you've, t- you've spoken about that on previous episodes. Look, like look, La Mer again as a community, uh, as I said, now the first residents are starting to move in as we record this episode. Uh the villas in that community are starting now. Some people have started building. So I think another couple of years and that community will be really, really amazing. Okay, so that's on the new and cutting edge side. Yes. On the Palm side, in a previous episode in season one, you talked about as now for the first time entering the renovate and flip world. In the Palm, is there an opportunity to take a, a Look, building, tear it down, rebuild people it? People are doing that. People yeah. are doing that because now it's very difficult to find an empty piece of plot. So old villas, which are not in good condition, obviously they're not fetching a very high price. They're at a better price than something which is already done up. So people are buying that, refurbishing. Same thing is happening in Emirates Hills as well. Uh, you know, people have bought old uh, houses, not in good condition, bad condition. Either they're tearing it apart completely or refurbishing it completely. Mm. So even in meadows and other communities, this is happening. Mm. And in episode one of this season, you talked about you could participate in buying a piece of land in Dubai and building it up and building your own property for as little as three and a half million dirhams yes. all in, as long as you're prepared to wait 24, 36 months. Can you talk to us about Al-Farjan and Nadal Sheba? Do they still remain the more affordable areas in Dubai? And yeah, is that I where mean, you'd be spending that as kind of, of money? Now, as of now, Al-Farjan is one area where someone who's looking at uh, doing it in a, on, a, on a restricted budget, obviously there you could get a land for about one and a half, two million dirhams. Uh, even Nadal Shiba Gardens, around two, 2.5 million dirhams, you could find a piece of land and you could uh, build. So these are the places where you could start. There are some other places also like Jebel Ali Hills, which is uh, cheaper, but it's right now too, it's not really started picking up. Sales are not really there at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, When you're qualifying a piece of land, how do you qualify it if you intend to live in it and how do you qualify the piece of land if you intend to be a landlord and rent Look, it out? That's that's a personal choice when it comes to, uh, you know, decide whether you want to live in it or no. It, because it depends on the budget, uh, the size you need, where do you want to live, you know. 
so that's something which is personal choice when it comes to uh, you know you're building to rent obviously it's numbers you mm. know you need to see which place is giving you a higher yield compare mm. it with the ready properties okay if i'm developing a five bedroom villa what is a five bedroom villa in the market currently renting at so take that as your eventual rent value and then you calculate what's your investment going in and that you will get your uh, you know what roi you can get that's some of the projections that you can offer as well right of course of course when we sit down with the client we give them a complete overview of what they can get what they can achieve and how we can do it mm-hmm. and now the markets in dubai are very very open again expos yes. in full effect a lot of people are coming to see you we're even noticing as well producing this podcast with you that yes. your time has become a little bit more restrictive yes that's true if somebody's coming to see you in dubai how much time should they set aside to look at and absorb contextually the the areas that matter i would say 2 to 3 days mm. is good amount of time to have a look and uh, you know then probably go in further to mm. understand the places to see the communities 2 to 3 days is good enough okay yeah. and then just to put a final cap on this yeah. tell us about some of the areas that you cannot buy the overseas investors are so kind look, of restricted today, from buying so today a lot of people especially if they come from india they s- think i want to buy in bardubai you cannot buy Dera. really why because that's the uh, non freehold wow you know so you can't really buy in those areas uh, certain pockets of jumeirah you cannot buy jumeirah um sukim uh, you know uh, even al barsha the area near mall of emirates mm. uh, most of it is non freehold barring maybe one or two buildings so you know uh, so there are these kind of places which you can't buy but then again there are a lot more places where you can buy than you cannot mm. so i would always say focus on where you can buy Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Amazing. Well, that's all true and accurate information at the time of recording this podcast. Yes. Uh if there is there anything else that anybody needs to know in terms of like contacting you or st- instigating a conversation with you about this? I mean, look, they could just uh get in touch with me on any of my social media handles. I'm on Instagram, on TikTok, LinkedIn. Uh they could email me on tahir@trustedhomesdubai.com and I'm always happy to help. Excellent. And in terms of following this podcast series, they could Uh, listen to this on if they are listening to this on Apple Podcast. I would request them to give us a five star rating and review. Yeah. On Spotify, we are also on the other uh, major podcast platforms. And YouTube, we've got a dedicated playlist set up, so make sure you follow that playlist yes. and, and get the full season. Thanks so much to hear. Thank you so much, Raj.